All rise. Court is now in session, bitches. I'm just kidding. You're not bitches. You're witnesses. Um, hi. It's been a while, hasn't it? Um, I'm sorry about that. Um, let me explain. So, um, basically, I missed the head note last week because I'm a piece of shit. And then I missed the regularly scheduled podcast three days ago because I'm an even bigger piece of shit. Um, so my bad. Uh, basically, um, I was going to try to cram in the head note before I had to leave because I went to Boston last weekend. Um, but because of how life turns out sometimes I just didn't have the time to sit down and read the news to you people. So my bad. Um, and then because I was going back to Boston and I was having a good time there, I, uh, I, Oh Jesus. I, um, let's say what happened was I had several beverages Drank a lot of them. They were delicious, if you must know. Um, I fucked my foot up so bad in Boston, too. Because here's the thing. I thought that, like, I was, like, this in-shape, like, athlete guy. And then my track career ended. And I can't run anymore. I just can't do it. I fucking... Either either that or I have to, like, go way back down to basics. Because I... I tried, I went for a two mile run around Castle Island because I was staying in Southie and, and when I tell you that by the end of the day, so I, 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 sorry, I went on this two mile run and then I walked like all over Boston, just like seeing the place again. Cause I, I, I lived there for so long and now I'm, I'm gone and like, I just had to like see the place again. Um, and so I'm walking around the city all day. By the end of the day, my foot was fucked. Woke up the next day. I, I could barely fucking walk. So I went to Walgreens. I bought a cane. And by the way, I didn't know that they'll just sell you canes. I didn't. like. like it's one of those things that as a 23-year-old, I, n- I never thought about until, like, it mattered. Um, and I went to buy one. And I could buy one. I, you, you, you just buy one. Um. And so that played into my Halloween costume because I uh, I went as or sorry I still had my construction vest in my car, so I took that out, used the cane, and I went as workman's comp, which I think was hilarious. But no one else no one else thought it was it was a funny, as funny as I did, um, because I drank so much I. Uh, I was so hungover on Sunday, and then I had to, like, get in my car and drive my car back to to my mom's house because I'm so losing financially in that deal, by the way. I'm paying the registration and the insurance, and she gets a free car. How fucked up is that? Whatever. Whatever. And And I know you're listening to this, Mom, 
And I want you to know that's how I feel about this arrangement. I feel like it's not fair in in your favor. But you know what? You raised me, so I think we're good. Um, yeah, so this is uh, – Oh, and so and then I finally got back to to New York around like six or seven ish. I do my laundry, and I was gonna do the podcast, and I was just like, I'm still dead. It's gonna be shit. And so rather than put out a shit podcast, I just didn't say anything. And now here we are. Um, I'm pissed because it's eight o'clock. Sorry, it's eight o two p.m. on November sixth, two thousand and nineteen. And I should have been done recording by now, but I can't stop watching TikToks. <laughs> I downloaded the app a couple weeks ago, and I was like, ah, this is dumb. And, <laughs> and then I don't know what it is. I, I just, I just like opened it up again on a lark, and, and I just couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. It was... It was a whole thing. Oh, it was awesome. I, I, I fucking love this app so much. It, uh, it, it, so much. So, I don't know. So much so that I got through a Jack and Ginger Ale and a half before I even started recording this podcast. This podcast because I was watching TikToks. It was, and even now, like I'm like, God damn it. I'm start. You know what it is. You know what I think it is. You know what it is? I think it is. I think with the phone addiction thing, I don't think it's a phone addiction. I think it's an app addiction because there are so many apps on my phone that I don't give a fuck about. But there are some that I just can't get off of, like Snapchat. I don't give a fuck about Snapchat. Okay, like fuck Snapchat. Don't care at all. Instagram, I care a lot about Instagram. Mainly just because it's it's my main connection with like the humans in my life. Because I'm one of those working people who like I go to work, I go home, I I don't know, I shove shit in my ass and I go to bed. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, I drag myself into a stupor where, where I say dumb shit and then I go to bed. Mm. Delicious. And I know that drinking on mic bothers some people, but fuck you. I'm buzzed. All right. Um, but it's November 6th. And my dumbass decided that I was going to do No Shave November because I've never done it before. And I wanted to, I want to do it once, you know, I want to do no shame. I want to do it one time and just stick to it and get it done. I want to do that, but I've always been so embarrassed, like in school and shit, because I, because I can't grow like good facial hair. I I, I just can't do it. I, I don't have whatever gene it is that makes you grow hair respectably. I just, it's horrific. It's, it's just like, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's fucking terrible. It's just like, like I have, I have like 
10-year-old facial hair as, as a 23-year-old former Division One. Like, 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 I'm not some, like, low-T dude. Like, I was a Division One athlete at some point in my life. Like, you would think I'd have the testosterone <laughs> to grow a beard or something. I don't know. I It makes me upset. I... <laughs> And the, and the worst thing about it is, is not only do I look bad, it's so fucking itchy. Like, I don't understand. You know what? I'm actually going to. Uh, ah. No, I got I, I to gotta, I gotta keep it going. I got I to gotta, I gotta keep it. I got to keep it going. It's um. It's, it's itchy. I, I'm getting like a, like a pimple under my fucking mustache. And like. Ah, oh, I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's awful. It's terrible. It's so horrible. I hate it so much. So, somebody make it stop. This month can't go by fast enough. Um, oh, but before it goes by really fast, in two days is a very special day for me. In two days, November 8th, 2019 marks one year. Since the first time I ever got on stage to do stand-up. So, that's a big milestone for me to still be doing it a year later. Because um, most of that statistic that like so many, like X zillion percent don't make it, it's because they all, they all quit in the first year. Um, like everyone that's made it has said the way to make it is to, is to just not quit. So, I mean, I feel like it's a... I don't know. This is getting very like a little. This is getting a little like self-aggrandizing now. But I, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel proud to have made it a year, or almost a year now, um, and I, I will have made it a year because I have sets scheduled tomorrow and the next day. So I will have been doing it for a year, which I'm which I'm very excited about. Um, all right, that's um, that's ten minutes of bullshit. So. Uh, Let's uh, get into uh, welcome back to the court of some guy's opinion. The court of some guy's opinion is, of course, as always, brought to you in part by Lucky Brand. Lucky Brand is the only I will say I said I've said it before. I'll say it forever. It is the only clothing brand that I trust to give me or to supply me with pants that I can buy because I'm not sponsored by them that fit me perfectly. I get the 410 Athletic Slim because it has it has the wider thigh with the with the with the calf that fits, um, so it fits my entire leg, and I get it in 34, 32 because I don't know it's just my measurements, and get them they last sometimes they tear as all fabrics do when you become a fat fuck briefly. Um, so, but it's okay. I I got my patch kit, so I can patch I can patch the torn pants. Shut up, cops! I don't even heard that there was a siren in the background. I'm not sure if it came through, but hoping it didn't. Um, actually hoping it digs. Then that tangent makes sense. Um, so I have that, so I can fix my pants. And they're lovely pants. But they also make great shorts. The Saturday stretch shorts are fantastic. Uh, they are the best 
They are the best good quality pair of shorts I have ever owned. They actually fit. They fit us big thighed people. Um, is that it? Is that it? I think. That, oh yeah, they also make great shirts. They have some dope, uh, some dope uh, flannel type shirts. With a, and when I say flannel type, I mean it looks like a flannel, but it's not a flannel. So, so, they can wear it, so you can wear it when it's warm out, and you won't be sweating. Besides the fact that it's just like regularly we warm. Um, this podcast is also brought to you in part by Vans. Vans is the only shoe brand that I wear to my office job. Um, I know that sounds odd, but Vans are actually a pair of sneakers that if you don't look too close, look like casual dress shoes. So, so if your office isn't full of a bunch of like suit requiring pricks, you can actually get away with wearing Vans at work. You feel me? You feel me? You feel me? Um, I just got a work email, and my phone is on a mount right now because I was using it to what? Here's how here's fucking ridiculous I am. I, I used... I, I have, like, a phone tripod to, like, record, like, stand-up um, a little bit. And I literally... I, I mounted my phone on this tripod next to my desk so I could watch TikToks while I was procrastinating recording this podcast. Is that ridiculous to anybody else? Does that sound like someone who's... I don't know. I don't know. And also, you might have noticed this isn't a video podcast um, because I have not figured out how to reliably record... What was that? What did I... Reliably record audio and video at the same time so until i figure that out until i figure that out and get better at this bullshit there's a one-man show over here as soon as as soon as i figure that out you will all be aware but for the time being this is what i got this is what i got i have a youtube channel that's not gonna have uploads for a while and, uh, it, it's not that it matters because the YouTube channel has not been doing well for being honest let's let's look at it let's look at Matt's YouTube channel and see everyone that's not listening to it shall we let's uh, let's do that let's go to I don't even know I, I can't even navigate YouTube I'm so fucking bad at it your channel oh yeah yeah videos have like single digit views that's cool <laughs> oh you know you try shit you try dude i put here here's how fucking crazy tiktok is i posted one tiktok like an hour well i mean it wasn't the first one but i i posted a tiktok an hour and a half ago and that tiktok is my most viewed piece of content I have put out to date. Dude, these kids are fucking with are fucking about it. They're it's fuck like it's all just high schoolers that have like high schooler time. I didn't realize how much time I had in high school. 
All right. Um, am I, can you tell that I'm getting a little drunk now? It's how it is. Oh, Matt, you're an alcoholic. Shut up. I can hear you through the space-time continuum. That's how annoying it is when someone's like, you drink too much. Shut up. Shut your face. I drink the exact right amount because the amount that I drink got me to where I am right now. And I'm not homeless. I'm actually gainfully employed, so I think I'm doing a good job. This is an oddly, like, shit-talky podcast. Are we even... Should I even do the news, or should I just... I'm, I'm going to do the news. Tell you what, I, we're going to take a break. Oh, shit, wait a minute. Um, This nonsense is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Uh, Jack Daniels is the only whiskey that I trust to properly fuck me up within a short time frame for a podcast. Dude, that fucking Tennessee whiskey... Tennessee. I actually don't know what a Tennessee accent sounds like, but it's but when I hear the when I hear the word Tennessee as a place, I imagine the people that live there pronounce it Tennessee. Come on down to Tennessee. I don't even know if that's right. I, I I've never I, I've actually I've actually never met anybody from Tennessee. I met people that have lived in Tennessee, but I don't think I've ever met a born and raised Tennessee person. Now, I know someone who says he's from Memphis. He lives in Boston now, but I'm not sure if he was born in, in Memphis. This is spiraled out now. Okay, so we're going to take a break. And by take a break, I mean Matt's going to take a piss. And then when I get back, we'll do the news. Okay? Cool. This is fucked up. I, uh... I uh, <laughs> I was a oh, excuse me. I was supposed to come back right after going to the bathroom and record more podcast. Instead, I came back after going to the bathroom and I watched more TikToks. This app is a problem, people. <laughs> oh, I can't stop. I fucking love it. I love it so much. All right. All right, a lot. All right, okay, 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 okay. All right, all right, all right. Getting out of the app. Turning phone off. Let's do this. Let's do this fucking nonsense. Let's go to my inbox. What are we going to read? We're going to read the Monday through Wednesday, and then we're going to call it a day. Is that what this is? The, the head note? Is that what we do? That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. Let's go briefing. Okay. Starting Monday, going to today, and we have your Monday briefing. Good morning. Thanks. We're covering President Trump's Twitter habits, oh boy, India's toxic air pollution, obviously, and an antique violin that was left on a train. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is going to be fun. How at real Donald Trump changed the presidency. He's an innovator, people. He's an innovator. As President Trump faces growing pressure from the impeachment inquiry, the pace of his tweets has increased. That's just one insight from our investigation into how his use of the social platform has reshaped the nature of presidential power. Has it? Has it? 
Are his tweets really pop? That's what fucking annoys me about fucking people who were who are like, well, we got his tweet. Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, it looks. I, I, I mean, like, yeah, it looks bad that he's saying it, but like, I'm pretty sure tweets can't be laws. I'm like 97.8% sure that tweets can't be enacted as laws because Congress didn't write them. So they aren't actually so. So it's not even officially a bill that can be sent to the president to be signed into law. And then you can't sign a fucking tweet. So pretty sure it's not law. Actually, by that logic, if you can't sign it, it, it can't even be executive order. Put me on the Supreme Court. I'll I'll solve all this shit. All right. Um, With more than 11,000 tweets since taking office, Mr. Mr. Trump has used Twitter as a springboard to change policy. To change policy. What word is that? Cudgel? C-U-D-G-E-L? Cudgel? Is that what that is? A cudgel against critics and an outlet for self-affirmation. He also elevated people whose words he finds pleasing and lent credibility to caustic views of conspiracy theorists, white nationalists, and anti-Muslim bigots. I feel like you shouldn't put conspiracy theorists in that category, but okay. Um, you know, I realized I realized that like I defend Trump a very odd amount on this. By the way, I'm not by any means someone who wants that guy in the office. I think he should be removed. I just think it's hilarious. I think the concept of Trump derangement syndrome is hilarious. Like you're so upset that this person is in the is in the White House doing shit that does not affect your day to day. And you are letting it ruin your fucking life. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get these people. Um, all right, so so, so I, I guess the fact that he's tweeting, he can like change public opinion to like pressure laws to happen, which is very indirect, which is like an indirect way to enact policy. But it's also like a lot of things have to go right to to have that happen. Like the people have to agree with what you say. And then those people that agree have to then pressure their Congress people. And then those Congress people have to write the bill. And then the bill has to pass in Congress and get to the president to be signed. There's still a lot of steps there. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is just a, a drunk douchebag. Not, not in the drunk. This is a mildly buzzed douchebag. All right. Corruption fuels Europe's new feudalism. Oh, shit. What? Okay. Uh, The European Union spends $65 billion a year on farm subsidies, about three times as much as the United States. But I thought our farms were a problem. It is by far the largest line item in the bloc's central budget and one of the biggest subsidy programs in the world. Oh, my God. But some lawmakers in Brussels who write and vote on farm policy admit that they often have no idea where the money goes. Well, shit. Governments of member countries have wide latitude in distributing these low subsidies, and in parts of Central and Eastern Europe, most of the money goes to a connected and powerful few, a Times investigation found. 
in the Czech Republic, for example, the highest profile subsidy recipient is Prime Minister Andrzej Babis. Well, of course, the politicians are profiting from this. Why this matters? Tell me, please. Foreign policy in the EU, widely seen as an essential component of public welfare, is being exploited by the same anti-democratic forces that threaten the bloc from within. Yeah, no shit. Like, all right. I'm going to say this as an arrogant American who has not read up on it. The European Union is like the United States, but less intact. And let me explain, or let me defend that point for everyone 10 years from now that is, that is hearing this because some fucking blogger pulled it up. And is like, oh my god, what's he saying? Let me clear it up. What I mean is, in the United States, let me just clarify what I meant to say. I don't remember anymore. I'm, I said I meant to say the European Union is like the United States, but less intact. And the reason why I say that is because in the United States, we all know that we don't. Like every state, we know that we don't get to be our own country. It's, it, it, like, it's not that we're a bunch of countries that came together. No, 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 no. We, the states aren't allowed to be their own country. Like the fact that Brexit is happening peacefully, that's some wild shit. Because remember that time the entire fucking South tried... This is actually a joke. Hold on a second. I, this is a fucking bit. Okay. Um, give me a second. Give me a second, please. No, but so the gist is like, is like, is like, like, could you imagine? Like, remember that time that the entire southern half of the country tried to become its own country and we wouldn't let them leave? Remember that? Remember that? Watch one state that's talking shit today try to leave. Watch what the fuck happens. Watch Texas actually try to leave. Watch what the fuck happens. And then if they succeed, watch how quickly they become Mexico. Just watch. 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 Just fucking watch. Just 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 watch. Little ASMR for you. Okay. Um, what was I talking about again? The EU. Yes. So the fact that, Bre- that the Brexit is happening without war is like astounding to me. That was the point. All right. Anyway. Um, I don't I have anything else to say about that. Uh, climate crisis weighs on an oil giant, Saudi Aramco, Saudi Arabia's giant state-owned oil producer, announced plans on Sunday for what could be the largest stock offering ever. Excuse me. It sh- its shares are expected to begin trading next month on the Saudi Stock Exchange. They get a stock exchange? Jesus Christ. Uh, and investors may value the company at $1.5 trillion. Hold on, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
a private company is worth 1.5 trillion. That means Joe Rogan was correct in that those Saudi guys are trillionaires. It's fucking bazan- bananas. Banana bonanzas. Bananas bonanza. The company appears to worry that new supplies from Brazil, Canada, Guyana, and Norway will push oil prices down. But as climate change drives interest in renewable energy, doubts about the future of fossil fuels may hinder the company's ability to attract investors. At the same time, lower gasoline prices could slow the adoption of electric vehicles and other low-carbon technologies. <sighs> Fuck, I'm getting tired. Uh, the act... No, I don't give a, that's just a... Yeah, I don't know. Climate is getting rough. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All I can say is for someone who has... For someone who's only a, a quarter of the way through his life, this is a little scary. <laughs> I don't want to live. I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Like, like I, on the one hand, I hope they're wrong. On the other hand, I hope that we can figure it out. I, I don't fucking know. Paying dearly for a flawed breath test. Oh, boy. Millions of Americans have blown into a breath testing device after being stopped on suspicion of drunken driving. If the level is 0.08 or higher, they are all but certain to be convicted of a crime because that's the legal limit. Yes. Alcohol breath tests have long been a linchpin of the U.S. criminal justice system, but they're often unreliable and improperly calibrated. What? A Times investigation found some drivers have been wrongfully convicted. That's it? That's where the blurb ends. Oh, my God. Well, what the fuck? Stop doing that. Calibrate them properly. That's all there is to say about that. Fuck. Okay. Interesting. That's Wednesday. <laughs> or Monday. Sorry. That's Monday. Going to Tuesday. Good morning. Hi. We're covering the U.S. withdrawal from the Paris Climate Accord. Oh, fuck. Elections in three states and a plot to blow up a synagogue. Oh, boy. All right. This is going to be a fun one. First one, diplomats scramble to save Paris Climate Accord. President Trump formally told the United Nations that the U.S. would with... Sorry, I fucked that one up. Hold on. Take two. Diplomats scramble to save Paris Climate Accord. President Trump formally told the United Nations that the U.S. would be withdrawn from the global climate agreement, leaving diplomats to plan a way forward without the world's largest economy. The action which came to the first which came, fuck the action which came on the first possible day under the accord's rules set off a year-long process that would allow the US to pull out a day after the 2020 election analysts cautioned that even if a democrat is elected president reentry would not necessarily go smoothly oh boy can you imagine can you imagine if trump lost the election he angrily pulls out the day after the election. And then a Democrat has to go in to fucking Paris or the UN or, or wherever the fuck the meeting's going to be. And be like, hey guys, sorry about that. Uh, could you like let us back in the accord, please? And you know what? Even if you don't. All right. Also, is this a little symbolic too? Because like, like, even, even if you're not in the accord. Can't you still like, like it's, 
whatever the standards are, I'm, I'm sure that's public information. And if we're in it now, we know what it is. So I feel like even if we're not in the accord, we can still like do the shit that the accord is suggesting. I know I'm right here. I'm I'm correct. Everyone's like, oh, it's a symbolic gesture. Fuck you and your symbolic gestures. Alright. Um In state elections, a referendum on President Trump. President Trump is not on the ballot today in Kentucky, Mississippi, or Virginia, but he has loomed large in almost every conversation with voters in recent days. The elections in those states can be seen as a final report card for the president before the 2020 election. Wait, really? Okay. Mr. Trump went to Kentucky on Monday to, to try to bolster a Republican in, the tight, in a tight governor's race, as he did in Mississippi on Friday. But he has pointedly skipped Virginia, where, where Republicans in contested districts are distancing themselves from him and, the, and from the party. Well, of course he's... You know what it is? You know what? I think it sounds like I support him because I'm because I'm not surprised by anything he does. Like, like that is written like it should have shocked me, and I'm not at all surprised that he's distancing himself from people that don't support him, and he's getting behind people that do. Of, of, of course he is. Also, wouldn't anybody? Whatever. Yeah, it's that's part of the course. I'm not at all surprised. Um. I don't know. Dry questions and flares of drama. On Monday, the impeachment inquiry entered its public phase when Democrats leading the investigation into President Trump's dealings with Ukraine released two transcripts of so far secret interviews. The House Intelligence Commu- C- Committee, fuck, the House, the House Intelligence Committee posted on its website a 317-page transcript. Oh shit. Of the testimony by Marie Yavan- Yavanovich, that's a name, the former ambassador to Ukraine, and a 156-page transcript of the questioning of Michael McKinley, a former senior advisor to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Oh, shit. 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 I have no word for this. Oh, shit. It seems like something's going to happen. Possibly they're going to be mad when nothing actually happens because they're not going to find shit. It's depressing, really. It, 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 it's like I feel like. All right. I, I'm just going to throw this out there with minimal research. I'm throwing this out there. What if Donald Trump is just doing what every other president has done except now since he's this outsider billionaire guy who like brute force his way in they're just trying to get rid of him so everything he does that's regular they're like oh my god I'm not saying that's how it is I'm not saying I believe that but I'm inclined to think it might at least be possible considering the fact that, like, deportations are down under Donald Trump and people are still like, like oh, my God, he's deporting all these people. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. You, it's amazing how you can frame things. I, and and, I, and I, I just get nervous believing everything. I, I guess that's where I'm at with this. 
oh my god, that's the same mentality that got the fucking Hitler in there. Trump's not Hitler. He's really bad, but he's not Hitler. All right. Iraqis rise against a reviled occupier, Iran. While Iraqi leaders cower inside the green zone, where officials running the American occupation of what shelter, protesters outside direct their anger against Iran, which they now see as having too much influence. Is that like us in Russia? Free, free Iraq, they shout. Iran, get out, get out. The protests also represent a struggle between younger Iraqis and an older, more cautious generation. Between a political elite and a rising cohort that rejects their leadership, but mostly it's a struggle between those who have profited since the U.S. invasion toppled Saddam Hussein and those who are scraping to get by. Makes sense. The same rich versus poor thing. The same thing that's happening here where the, the spoils of the recovery have gone to like six people. All that. Makes sense that it's happening. So, 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 you know, you know, you know what? You know what? My take, my takeaway from that is that it's it's nice to know it's not just us. <laughs> Can I even say that? Am I, am I allowed to say? I, I don't know. I'm on your side. I believe in you. Do it. All right. This is gonna be a short head note because I'm really fucking tired. I'm like, I've I've crashed like three different times on this fucking thing, and I'm trying to just. All right, got to plow through fucking Wednesday's briefing. It's, all right, it's one, two, three, four. All right, it's four stories, guys. Just stay with me for four stories, and then I'll leave you alone until Sunday. Okay, are we good? All right, let's do this. Wednesday morning briefing. That's today, actually. Good morning. Hi. We're covering a major reversal in the impeachment inquiry. Oh, shit. Election results from several states and a fatal stabbing over a Popeye sandwich. Oh, come on. Really? People. Envoy now tells of pressing Kiev. (sighs) Sorry. Envoy now tells of pressing Kiev in quid pro quo. Gordon Sondland a crucial witness in the impeachment inquiry, reversed himself this week, acknowledging to investigators that he had told a top Ukraine official that U.S. military aid was contingent on the country's public commitment to investigations that President Trump wanted. That admission, included in a four-page sworn statement released on Tuesday, contradicted what Mr. Sondland told investigators last month when he said he, quote, never thought there was any precondition on the aid. It gives Democrats a valuable piece of evidence for their abuse of power case, as Mr. Sondland, the U.S. ambassador of... (sighs) Sorry. The U.S. ambassador to the European Union is a political supporter of Mr. Trump, who has interacted directly with him. So... So... So, all right, 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 all
let me look at this in the least from the least corrupt angle. The president is the executive branch enforces the laws. Um, enforces the laws, enforces the nation's interests. Is the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. So, if you are giving military aid to a country, I feel like it would be expected that that country would um, comply with the advancement of your interests. And part of that is investigations. That being said, I don't know anything about this. Like It could be corruption. But I'm on the surface, it doesn't read as corruption. It reads as, sure, that makes sense. Um, yeah, that's all, that's all I gotta say about that. It sucks, I know. It, it, it sucks that that's happening. I don't like it either, but that's just how it reads to me. All right. Democrats win control of Virginia's government. Oh, shit. Remember that time that Trump didn't support them? Oh, my God, it's happening. By capturing both chambers of the legislature in Virginia for the first time in a generation, Democrats cleared the way for government Ralph... Wow, I fucked that up. By capturing both chambers of the legislature in Virginia for the first time in a generation, Democrats cleared the way for Governor Ralph Northam to press for... Was that the guy guy with the blackface? Or something else? I don't remember. I feel feel like like he, he was in trouble for something. With the, the Twitter mob. And then he, he didn't back down. And nothing happened. Because the Twitter mob has no power. For Governor, Governor Ralph Northam to press for measures that have been stymied by legislative Republicans. Including tightening access to guns and raising the minimum wage. No, 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 no. Don't take the guns. The, taking the guns is the wrong approach. I, I, I understand the impulse, but it's the wrong, it's the wrong approach. Okay. In the Kentucky... All right, this, this this is literally worded in the Kentucky, comma, Governor Matt Bevin, comma, a Republican, comma, refused to concede the to his Democratic challenger, comma, Attorney General Andy Bashir. That's a lot of commas and uh, okay. With 100% of the precincts counted, Mr. Bashir was ahead by 5,100 votes. Fuck you, Bevin. Daniel Cameron, a former lawyer for Senator Mitch McConnell, was elected attorney general, the first black person to do so in the state. A black person working for McConnell. I know he was a lawyer. He's he's going going where the money is. All right. I, I, I can't blame the guy. Republicans did win the governor's race in Mississippi. Of course they did. Lieutenant Governor Tate Reeves, of course that's his name, defeated Attorney General Jim Hood by about five percentage points. Yeah. You know what? Everything in everything I just read checks out. Yeah. I, I have no words for that. That's totally... That makes sense to me. Is it obvious that I'm fucking plowing through this right now? I, I, I'm so fucking tired, guys. Uh, okay. I prom- All right. Two more stories. Two more stories. 
Stay with me. Stay with me. Two more stories. Massacre of... Oh, come on. God damn it. Massacre of Mormon family stuns Mexico. The members of the Lebaron family were driving along a familiar rural road in northern Mexico when the gunmen attacked, riddling the three-car convoy with bullets. When the shooting stopped, six children and three women were dead, all dual U.S.-Mexican citizens who lived in a fundamentalist Mormon community. God damn. Fuck. Mexicans seemed taken aback by the brutality and by the government's seeming inability to, inability to do much about the violence. It also added to the pressure on President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. That's a long-ass name. To fulfill a promise to curb the killings that he made when he took office nearly a year ago. Um... Uh, mass shootings don't just happen in the United States. <laughs> Fuck. I'm trying to find a... Ah. That fucking sucks, man. It's so shitty. I hate, I hate... You hate to see it. It happens, but you hate to see it. Oh, man. I don't know what to... That's upsetting. All right. Will $4.5 billion help California's housing crisis? Probably not. Apple pledged $2.5 billion this week to help make housing more affordable in California as a tax write-off. Facebook has already offered $1 billion, as has Google, as a tax write-off. Um... Then again, as Daniel Tosh brilliantly said that one time, you know what's better than than a tax write-off? Keeping your money. So, we'll, so I don't know. The companies have said little about where, how, and when this money will be spent, but in the context of California's housing problems, which are rooted in what the fuck? I-N-T-R-A-N-S-I-G-E-N-T intransigent local politics what the fuck does that mean intransigent unwilling or refusing to change one's views or to agree about something oh so me okay um where was i so the companies have said little about where, how, and when this money will be spent, but in the context of California's housing problems, which are rooted in uncompromising local politics, not a lack of money, even tech companies' billions can seem inconsequential. Well, that's upsetting. That's like the de jure versus de facto segregation, where like in the South, it was just like written into the laws. You just change the laws and it goes away. But in the North, it was just like done it was how it is like in Boston. That's just how it is. Even today, that's just how it fucking is. The whites and the blacks are separate. And and if you're not white, you're black. <laughs> Sorry to say like that. That's how it feels. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah, that, that fucking blows. That really blows. All right. Um, it is 9.15 now. I managed to just totally shit the bed on this podcast, but it's cool. 
Um, that is the episode. Thank you for listening to my bullshit. I will be back on Sunday. Um, I, uh, please rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, please like the Facebook page, uh, the Court of Sunglasses Opinion on Facebook. Please write to the podcast at the, um, at a some guy podcast at gmail.com. Um, tell your friends about the podcast because the more people listen, the more people write in, the more we can have this be like an interactive thing. It'll be a good time. We'll all have a great time. We'll all get laid. It'll be great. Um, and uh, thank you for listening because without you, there'd be nobody listening. And I would just be sitting here talking to this creepy mic stand arm thing. Um, so I appreciate you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And if not, know our feelings because at the end of the day, I'm just some guy. And this is just a court of some guy's opinion. So thank you for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Go in peace. And I will talk to you the next time I talk to you. Planning for Sunday. But we all know how bad I am at this. So we'll see what happens. All right. Take it easy. Court adjourned.